All right. Uh, I don't know, man. Are these guys showing up or? Oh, on the, there, he there he is. Matsui. Bird. What's up? There we go. There we go. The star of the show has arrived. Ten o'clock. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Brownie crisps. That's not mine. Of course. Hey, back wow. from vacation. What the hell? What about that. Big <laughs> three ounce bag. Hey, sunshine. You guys all look like you just woke up. Yeah, I did. I mean, literally. I did. In the same bed. I like that sweatshirt. I bet them bulldogs. It's nice. What do you mean, how about them? What do they got? More than Southeast <laughs> Oklahoma, <laughs> Northern Arizona. You went to. All right. <laughs> well, did you kill that deer and put it up here? Yeah. What is, what is up with here? Here, hold deer. on. That deer crossed me by being it? alive. The side, on the side. What do you mean? Is this a... I keep insisting that the world keep turning my way. Look where I end up. A wall. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> to talking deer. It's it's like the deluxe version of Big Mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. How many of these things you think they sell? <laughs> wow, this doesn't stop. <laughs> It's like a concert. Well, let's just play this and go home. All right. It's good background music. Was that your gift to uh, Junior? No, I bought it for myself. I just haven't had a chance to <laughs> You just want to act like you yeah. killed something? <laughs> I killed it. Wow. What was the surprise? No, the Y guy brought that up for Junior. What was, is that, was that the surprise for Craig? Yeah. It was? Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Why did the Y guy bring a talking deer? Oh, I thought it was a wine guy. The guy no, on Channel I'm 8. Him, it says oh, the, the little guy. scrawny guy that gets up in the morning? Yeah. Like at 5 o'clock? Well, why did he bring that up for Craig? I don't, I don't Mike, understand the bit. Mike Castelladucci. What's the deer reference, though? I don't think there's any deer reference. Craig's just the deer of the morning show. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> just a funny, uh, funny gift. So what did you do on vacation? Anything new? Exciting? Just hung out? Funny golf? I saw Corby on vacation. I was supposed to, but he never showed. Yeah, that's actually... We had an emergency that evening. That's actually a good vacation, it. though, you know? Just sit Hang around, out. do nothing, catch you up on stuff you don't get to do. You know what I did? I would sleep. I would sleep in late, and then I would get up, yeah. and then back like, walk the dogs, and then I'd come back home and be like, well, I'm going back to bed. And I'd get... I'd See, that's about, what retirement, I think, would be. It is, I swear to God, that's what I thought of. Like, this is what I'm going to be doing... an aimless life. Five years from now when I'm yeah. retiring. Five You're years? retiring in wow. five years? Awesome. I plan on retiring at uh, 26. Huh. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so it was um, it was nice. Played some golf. Played out of Cottonwood the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, shocks me that that course holds a professional golf tournament. Why is that? Wow. Wait, oh, them harsh uppity. words. That's uppity country no. club talk. Thanks. Those are gross. No, it's actually it's in good shape. Cottonwood's in good shape. They're going to peak. It's going to peak at the I right time. Um, <clears throat> not a hard golf Hot sports. No, it's opinion. really not, man. <laughs> Is this still the tee box? Easy. No, no, no. Yeah. I got a question for you guys. All your all your dads uh, use handkerchiefs. I, my dad used to. I don't know if he still does. My dad used to. He grossed me out. Yeah, it's really disgusting. Booger rag. Yeah, booger yeah, vault. around. He's called booger vaults. I mean, oh, seriously. And then it's like it's like reusing toilet paper. Well, especially when. There's, you know, when maybe you're not of optimum health and you... Yeah, you got allergies. Yeah, and, whatever. and your nose is actually running and then... All day. You seal it up and then when you unseal it, it's like...
prying open the pages of a Playboy. And that Are we goes... still talking about the handkerchief? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that goes into the washing machine with your other clothes. No, no, forget that. And it then goes it's back a... in your pocket. During the day, so yeah, I mean, forget what you're saying, Corbin. We got, <laughs> we got, you know, we got our father, father-in-law, more handkerchiefs. That's what he wants. He wanted that part of his birthday present. I'm thinking, does anybody? It's a dying art. Does your dad do thinking. it? Nope, never did. But he's a medical professional too. So, so he's a, into germs. So after What's this, that? so he's into germs. <laughs> so after this next generation wrong. passes on, is the handkerchief dead? The handkerchief's dead, just like, um, like our parents' generation, the little hat. That everybody wore went out. You know, like the twenties hat. Yeah. Like right. My grandfather used to wear that. Yeah. What are those called? Deion Sanders. Der- 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 Derby's. Yeah. Sanders yeah. wears those. Yeah. Well, he really hadn't brought it back into the. Uh, you know, I don't know. As, as different facial hair styles come back over the years, I think the hat comes back. Not that hat. Everyone in America owned one of those hats. Every man in America walking down the streets in New York City was and wearing a, one of those hats. Everybody at a Dodgers game. Yeah, you see those old uh, right. reels of baseball games. Everyone had the hat. Yeah. That won't come back. During, how hot they fall off. I guess, they, I guess you fan yourself with the hat. That felt. And I then women know. wear those big, crazy hats too. You know what I did notice? So I went to a uh, convention up in in uh, Chicago this week, and the people from the East Coast were all in suits, and there were four guys from from Dallas, and all of us were dressed like this, and we were we. We were we looked like we were so out of place. You're in yeah. college, still. but but yeah, I mean, it's a difference how casual our town is versus the East Coast and stuff. I love it. I do too. Will yeah. the baseball hat ever go out? Like a hundred years from now, people are looking back at baseball games with people wearing hats. No, the only thing that changed on baseball hats is the is the crown, because you still yeah. see some of the the major leaguers today. They have a crown that's like five feet tall. It's like a billboard. Right. Those old gimme hats. So. Well, you guys, so you guys are going to be uh, on Pope Watch today. <clears throat> yes, we are. Uh, way to bring the room down. Well, I'm just saying, I'm just, uh, I'm just letting you guys know that it's better than letting... Uh, when's he supposed to die? It's why? better than letting two Jewish guys be on Pope Watch. That's true. Yeah. You guys the, uh, one and a half. Has the Concord landed in Rome? What's that for? Is uh, Terry Schiavo's husband safely landed in the Vatican City? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, the Concord is... Null and void, I think. No. They're not removing his feeding tube. And he doesn't do that to everyone. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard the other day on the morning show. I'm that's just, his new job. I'm just quoting Gordon. Do you find that kind of weird? That well, he dragged me to the principal's office. Was that office saying that's his job now, is to <laughs> unplug everyone's feeding tubes? Yeah, he's the new Kevorkian. He is. He's the angel of death. Do you think that's kind of weird, Gordon, that everybody is there in mass awaiting... The impending announcement. Yeah, that's St. Petersburg Square. I mean, are they going to stand there for Saint 20 Petersburg days? St. Petersburg Square. Square. That's, in, that's in Florida, but that's okay. You're real, you're real good Catholic, <laughs> What'd Corby. I say? That's St. Petersburg Square. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's a, they're sitting there waiting on him to die. How long are they going to wait? As long as it takes. As long as it takes. And, is, and it's, what's the smoke connotation? Black and white. What's Black the, means um, that they've got pretty good weed in there. <laughs> White means Michael Jackson's innocent. Right. <laughs> and like a brown means the Rangers are going places this year. So look out. But we'll continue the Pope watch next, I guess. Yeah, we need to probably turn the TV on just in case he dies. Yeah. Why don't you guys have the Pope so TV? So we don't miss the story like we missed the Nelly retirement. Uh-oh. That may be the call that we're waiting for. Yeah. 
Could be Dan Bennett. Be. Could be Dan it's Bennett. Italy. We need you. Hang it on the air. Could be Dan Bennett, too. You are our best new American Catholic. <laughs> Come to St. Petersburg Square. It's not a Jamaica uh, tourism commercial. <laughs> Go Welcome. to. All right, so, let's end on a lighter way. note. How would you guys do the other night at the awards? We won. How about that? Thank you. And you we win? won. Yeah, Mike and Greg won. You know what? And I missed I missed your guys' meltdown. Was a, <laughs> how funny was it? I missed it because I had to get out of the car about the 810. It was horrible. It was a massacre. It was, it was bad. Really? Yeah. I mean, just nobody, no, not even a peep. No, no Danny and I were laughing because we were drinking. This was the, <laughs> the A-Wart Award? Yes. yes this is our local, like, it's like the Oscar Awards for local radio and TV. Please don't compare those to the Oscars. I know, but what else, What other, how else do you explain it to someone who has, like hasn't the, been there? It's like the daytime Emmys. Yeah. It's really but nice. It, but it's real nice. That's the thing. That's why you have to compare it to the Oscars is it's because like the, it's, uh, it's like the People's Choice Awards. Yeah, who votes on it? People inside, well, okay. It's, the women? It's really unstable. This is the way it works. I like didn't we've, get a vote. <laughs> the morning show, we've been up, um, I think we've been nominated five times. We wow. won three times. Wow. Pretty good odds. But uh, the fourth time, we didn't turn our essay in on time. Therefore, we weren't even eligible to win, although we were nominated. So college. Okay, so this is how they do it. <laughs> you get nominated by people in the business. Okay, they canvass everyone and say, who do you think is the best radio show? And you can't vote for yourself or your station, obviously, right? And I, and I don't think ask the on-air talent. I guess it must be salespeople and GMs and management and stuff who like that. Who know the best? <laughs> and, yeah, those, uh, those sharp people. <laughs> <laughs> and so then you get nominated. So they take the top three of those, and those are the three nominees for best radio show. Well, then each one of those nominees has to write an anonymous essay. They give you three questions, I think, and you have to answer those questions anonymously. You can't let on as to who you are. So and then they vote on who the best essay is. Did Grego write the essay for the hard line? Yeah, you just put a big X on a piece of paper. Award. Wait a minute, so if they don't know who wrote it, how do they... That, that's that. what's very unstable that about it. Is that the holes in the envelope so that even though it's supposed to be an anonymous vote, every, all the no. management knows who voted no, what? It's, ultimately... Among the nominees of who are the best radio shows, they, they pick the best essay, anonymous essay writer. So it has nothing uh. to do with their show. It has everything to do yeah, with their which, essay. Yeah, which I don't, I've never understood that. That's now, now, by the same token, I think that, that they have some way of knowing. Because otherwise... That's weird. I mean, there's no way that Craig always writes our essay. And there's no way... He always says that he half-asses each one of them. Yet we won three years in a row... And, and might have won the fourth year if we had turned in our essay on time. Grego wrote it's it in cocky. crayon and manila paper. So what do you get he for drew, winning? He drew a picture of Reverchon <laughs> Plaza with a rainbow over it. Right. What do you get for winning? And then a couple stick figures out front, and that's him <laughs> and Ryan. All right. All right. So when Mike and Greg went up there, did they... Did they say thanks to you and Danny and everything else? Were you just uh, no? We actually bring weren't up baggage, baggage at that point. <laughs> we, yeah, we we didn't count really. He didn't Aww. even let he, he didn't even let Poor Mike me. he didn't even let Greg talk. Basically, Mike won the award. <laughs> Let's be honest. Reiner won Radio oh, Show of the Year, yes, the Mike Reiner yes, Show. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Too bad. Why didn't you guys go up there? <clears throat> I was wondering about because we were on stage. Or we were we were backstage because we were about to present yeah. an award right after they won theirs, and we're, I was standing back there and you never showed up. Yeah, Clint Eastwood brought everybody up for his. Well, Corby movie. started to get up and Reiner shoved his shoulder <laughs> back down. You're not real far from the truth there. 
Oh, no. I stood up. I stood up, and we were all clapping, you know? Right. And I looked at Mike. I go, should we go up there? Me and Danny. He goes, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's so You didn't yes. do wow. anything to win this. All right, why don't you let's boycott? Good, good and then know. what happened when they got up there? Why didn't Grego talk? And then he wouldn't let Grego talk. Why no. He, he gave, like, he's like, thank you. I guess after 11 years, you finally figured out our worth in this market. And then no. he, like, walked off. And Grego's, like, standing there go, looking at him going, well, do I talk? I think and he should. Well, did, did Grego at least pick up the award off the podium and, and take it? I'm sure. I don't know. Had, I don't think he? so. I think you need to boycott every... What, seven seconds you do per show? Yeah. Somehow, boycott till he apologizes to you on air. Because that's, that's not right. Good luck. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they get another week off. That's true. <laughs> Just sit there. Well, it's good that Mike's finally been rewarded for all his hard work. Yeah, he's really been laying it on the line this last year. Really tearing, sh tearing it up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so what do you get? Is it a plaque? Is it a... They give you like a, a, like a trophy. A microphone? They give you a little Is trophy. Like a microphone or... No, it's like a cheap little... It's like a monolith. Glass. Yeah. So where is it? It's a, a Glock. Phallus. A Glock. I don't know. I think he probably the, gave it to Dan. Uh, Dan Bennett won general manager of the year. He did. Made yeah. A little How about that? Phallus. Yeah. <laughs> so, Gordon, which one? I which guarantee I know where it is. Which one did it you present? It is up on Reiner's Mantle right now. <laughs> Everything has <laughs> lights on it. <laughs> All the pictures of his kid are gone. <laughs> right. So what did you present? Uh, we presented broadcast personality of the year, which was... TV, TV personality of the year is what oh, okay. we, we presented. It was really funny because... Yeah. Um, Gloria Campos? No, it was Jane, between Jane McGarry, Newey Scruggs, and John McKay. Newey? Yeah. Right. Jane. But Gordon, who was the third one? John McKay. Yeah. Gordon did the... Um, John McKay should have won. Gordon did the Pat O'Brien Gordon did the Pat O'Brien voicemail bit with uh, oh, Jane no. McGarry. Like, uh, uh, you know, I'm so into so, you. So into you. She's so hot. so creeped out. Yeah. It's like, I just want to go get some coke and some hookers and let's party. Maybe she just <laughs> didn't get the reference. <laughs> so that well, didn't I go was wondering, I was wondering how many people have actually heard those. Right. Yeah. I, I, most, I bet you Jane McGarry has no idea what no you're talking about. She has no clue. She didn't. She... So, so what was the crowd reaction at that point? Well, I know there were two God, people so that were dying you. laughing. Me and Danny. Again. Yo, I was right on there. the cheeks and, and oh, about the eyes and stuff. Have you heard it yet, Craig? I've read them, but I haven't heard them. You got it. I mean, it is... That was my favorite moment of the I year. I heard the norm one. Was listening to those. Yeah, those are funny. Right? And I call... That, that, I call every, every friend that I have who owns a computer basically, I have to like, listen to this. This will change your life. Have you seen you the scoreboard? Yeah, yeah, the one yeah. that... Go Gordon, to, it's GordonKeith.com. Oh, it is? He has a link, and it plays all of them in uh, chronological order as they appeared on this woman's answering machine, and they have a little tote board every time he says a key phrase. Yeah. That's from uh, That's funny Opie too. and Anthony. Yeah. And it's funny. It's oh, really it's funny. so funny. <laughs> Craig, you got, just be sure your kids aren't around. And that's okay. to put him in rehab? <clears throat> well, I think the years of coke abuse that led up to those voicemails had what, something to do with was it. Was Mike Snyder there at the awards? I don't know. I, I hope to not. see what his reaction would have been. I hope not, because I... Made them. several Mike Snyder jokes. Did they have to crane him in <laughs> on a whale stretcher? <laughs> Somebody has to has a dipper of water. They have to keep wetting him down. <laughs> He's just in the orchestra pit, laying on the stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> they somehow, and they and they have some Eskimo harpooning his blubber, yeah. feeding his family. Just take out big chunks of them. <laughs> 
Oh my guy. God, we are late. Are we? Yeah. That's just a long set. All right, coming up next. He's in now, so uh, the Vatican has said that they coming out. You're yeah. cutting in. Oh, now. I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to enunciate. A little <laughs> so so yeah. that, look, there's St. Petersburg Square. There it is. Yeah, Corby identified that as St. Petersburg Square, the most famous square of them all. It's like not even square either. No, it's round. <laughs> so. Um, Anybody want to make any predictions? As long the Pope has, he'll probably hang on for life. A couple weeks, I bet he'll drag this story out just to get the Catholic Church some PR. Uh, I don't think he's gonna make it past three days. Five. So are we gonna be on the? I mean, like Matt Lauer, all the big wigs from the networks were on this morning. Yes. So are, are they we, there the whole time? I think so. I think. Uh, Ryan's and Grego and George and Craig are coming in today, too. Oh, really? Yeah, on a round table. It's a big story. Hey, this is, uh, who was the longest serving pope? This is like the second longest serving, when third he, longest serving? Pope, uh, Like late 70s is when he became pope? Yeah. Pope Ed. Is it Ed? Bob on the hotline. Bob, we got Bob on the hotline. Do we really want to take a bunch Can of I Catholic bashing stuff? Let him, let him bash. Bob okay. the Baptist. All right, Bob Jackson the Baptist to, to bash Catholicism, yes. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi, Bob. I'd like to apologize on behalf of Bad Radio and Tom Gribble in specific for reporting about 24 hours ago that the Pope had died. Oh, you did? Oh, my gosh, you did? Well, not you. <laughs> Tom, we were on location, and Tom, I guess we have even a breaking Pope news sounder now or something at the station. So With the new gay Doc Morgan? We're, yeah. All right, we're the, let's let's just move on. <laughs> we're in the middle of uh, Ranger Talk or whatever we do, and uh, the sounder breaks in, and 
Tom comes up to the mic like Walter Cronkite. And no, <laughs> we gotta hit, we gotta play that. It's like uh, probably twelve twenty-five or so yesterday, and uh, he breaks in and tells everyone that he's sad to report that the Pope has passed away, and you know we uh, we throw it to break and. Uh, oh <laughs> no. Then, so, he, then he's still alive when you get back on the air. And you know what's funny? We came uh, back from the break like at 12.30, and uh, Tom was gloating because uh, BAP and KRLD weren't even on the story yet. <laughs> <laughs> we just completely kicked their butt on the story. So We kicked all the other stations' butts. So, uh, sorry about that. Uh, where did you get your information from? Well, at Dallas Can Academy, we don't quite have Pope news uh, being funneled into us. So, somebody you know, somebody probably called Tom was like, hey, did you know the Pope's dead? Hit the sounder! <laughs> yeah. Didn't even go on the computer or anything. Yeah, the Mike Mitten guy told Tom. Right. So uh, hey, he ran with it. I so. think the Pope's dead. Our bad. Well, see you later. See you, Bobo. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> so you want to try and find that audio, play it next? Yeah, let's do that. We'll hear... A horrible misstep by bad radio in the uh, history specifically of their Tom Gribble. Yeah. Next. Will you ground it or pound it? Beginning this Monday, listen to Dunham and Miller at 735 for that day's Secret Ranger and find out how to hit it hard, go yard, and win. Brought to you by Grubbs Nissan, Miracle Mortgage, and Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. 10.38 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Uh, cut the music. No, that's fading. Cut the music. Just, that's it. We are the Vatican. As to the Pope's condition, uh, this is... So, we're waiting on an announcement from the Vatican. All right, they're going to make a statement. And the statement has been delayed. So, I wonder if something's changed from what they were going to make the statement about from... Now they're having to scrambling, scramble and say, oh, let's have to make a different statement. Boy, the, it's almost 7 o'clock in the evening in Rome. I wonder what time their scheduled statement was. I don't know. These elections are going to be crazy for the Pope. You think so? You yeah. think we're going to look for a dirty campaign? A lot of mudslinging. I'm going to try to run. So, I, I don't know why I was bagging on this and Craig was defending it, but why do we still have to do the whole uh, smoke business now? I don't know. It's, it's just ceremony. Dumb. I mean, all of Catholicism is based on ritual and tradition. So, I mean, that's like the... Not all of it. Most all of it. And that's like the... Except the, for the pedophilia. One of the biggest symbols, yes. <laughs> still but, masses in Latin. Yeah, mass isn't in Latin anymore. I mean, they've done a lot of stuff to update it. I would think that this would be one thing they could easily update. Yeah, but they only get to do the selection of the Pope, you know, maybe three times a century. Yeah, but shouldn't they take advantage of some of the new technology that's come along? No, they this is like their you know, their time to play act and all the, you know, college of cardinals, it's like they live for this. This is their time to shine. Hmm. You've been to the the did you go to Italy? I've never been. Uh-uh. Um, did you go to Italy, Corby? No. I don't know where it is. It's, it's the country that looks like a boot. Oh, okay. Um, it it really is fascinating, and I, and 
Neil Young hospitalized for brain aneurysm? Doctors expect full reading. We're, lead, we're reading the CNN crawl. That's a bigger story than the Pope. <laughs> yeah. For me. Freaking Corby. I was over at his house yesterday or day before or something, and he has, like, Neil Young biographies laid out everywhere. And it's I just have a one. Neil Young I festival over there. I have one. It's the only biography that a he has. Candlelight Shrine. <sighs> Corby's obsessed. Um, anyway, so what were we talking about? The Pope. Neil Young. So, yeah, we expect the Vatican to comment on Neil Young's condition here. <laughs> that, would that be funny? <laughs> Mr. Young. <laughs> Mr. Young suffered a brain aneurysm. <laughs> uh, it is a full recovery. This is not something that will uh, disrupt the day-to-day -day operation of the church. I want to drink your blood. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, how are you? Hey. Might as I sit in here? Go ahead. Talk eat. about this a little bit. Who's this? Michael Shavo. <laughs> I thought you were in Rome. Well, I am. I'm on satellite hookup right now. How's it going over there? Hey, did you hear? Um, by the way, Terry Shavo died since the last time we all three were together. That's true. And she did you hear coming. how her last moments were? Michael Shavo kicks out Terry Shavo's brother and sister out of the hospice. So they were being disruptive. So he got rid of them. And then he went in there. He had the power to do that? Yeah. Then he held her real tight. Yes. He went in there and he was holding her. And he was, you know, kind of by himself with her. And then she's dead. Huh. So what's for that? Well, I mean, she was going to die. Yeah, but not with an ether rag stuffed down her throat. The orange ball gag? What were her last words? Stop, Michael. Please don't. That's my, what I heard. My God, I'm hungry. Um, okay. Let's get back to the bad reporting from Tom Gribble. Yes. All right, do we have this now? Yeah. All right, this happened on Bad Radio yesterday where Tom Gribble, for some reason, we, we don't know what his source was on this or anything, but Tom Gribble gets information that the Pope has died, so he breaks in Bad Radio with this announcement and was gloating afterwards the fact that no other new news organization had it before the ticket did. Uh, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I still am going with tech. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> High five, dude. All right, it's 1226. This is Sports Radio 13, time to tickets. So Vladi will be happy with the Final Four this weekend. We Breaking Pope news now. Oh no, we've got bad news from the Vatican. I thought we're not supposed to diminish the breaking sports news sounder. Pope news. Now it's break. We have a breaking pope news sounder. Well, okay. Let Tom go. Uh, this is according to Reuters. The Italian media is reporting that the Pope has passed away. <laughs> All right. It's and we've 12, got a breaking 26. pope news sounder. And as Tom Gribble has reported, the Pope has passed away. This is a ticket. This. <laughs> wait, wait, hold it a second. That's all they did on the Pope's death? I mean, they were under the mistaken impression that the Pope right. had died. But Bob and Dan believed it, and that's all they no, felt that up. it was worth? It's time for break. Well, they were late to break. That, to me, is almost as big a story as Tom Gribble getting the info wrong. Well, maybe they came back from break and discussed it further. 
All right. Uh, we have Groobs on the line, who is a source close to this story as to how this happened. <laughs> Groobs, what the hell's going on? Well, what happened was uh, we had CNN no, This is not on. Gribs. This is Groobs. Yeah, this is yes. Groobs. Hi. Hey. We had uh, CNN on the TV in the control room, mm-hmm. and the problem was Tom saw the report as the Pope has flatlined and not died, just said that he flatlined. We've all flatlined. Do what? Go ahead. But Tom decided to have me hit the breaking Pope news sounder. Well, where did he get Reuters in Italy? Well, that's what it said on uh, CNN. It said Reuters had reported that the Pope is flatlined, but it didn't actually say the Pope had passed away. (laughs) So maybe they got out the paddles and revived him real quick. Right. Which, Which I had heard that story, that he had gone into cardiac failure. And, and they had revived him. That happened a couple days ago, though. While he's out, they might as well just try to get rid of that hump in his back. Just shave it off? Yeah. It's like a mole. Just take a razor. So, Tom goes on and reports this. Well, how do you explain bad radio just seeming like it was no big deal? I can't explain that. You have to ask Bob and Dan. I thought it was wow. pretty big Coming back, myself. TCU News. <laughs> Because Bad Radio is not here to talk about Catholicism and religion. We're here to talk sports. Well, that's Bad Radio coming from other markets and coming here to the ticket. That's their sports. idea. But oh, shut up. <laughs> we local boys, we know that uh, we talk about the big news of the day. All right, groups. Thanks, man. Love you. Party. Gosh, that's just so shocking. And here we are 24 hours later. And he's still alive. Still waiting for the Pope to make good on Gribbs' promise. Boy, this is like a, uh, you know, like when there's a big storm or like a hijacking or a, whatever. They always get the experts on. Right, they drag out every expert they can figure out. Yeah, well, now, like, this is the glory time for all the priests in America. They're just dragging whoever they can up to talk about the Pope. Pulling them off whatever little boy they can find. Would you stop it? Hey, can you take not, a break from that for like five minutes? Not every priest is like that. I'm Catholic. I can make those jokes. Right. So I can make it funny you, to your mom. You are barely Catholic. How Catholic are you these days? Uh, I went to Easter Mass. Uh-huh. Easter? When was okay. that? Okay. Is that it? Yeah. That's all you've done that's been church involved lately. Uh, are you going to stay a Catholic? Or are you thinking of switching? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sticking to it. Gosh. When was the last time you went to Mass? Thursday. Thursday? When you say Mass, what do you mean? <laughs> he's, this is the first he's even heard the term. <laughs> right. When was, the last time, when was the last time you took communion? Who is she? Now, took her where? <laughs> <laughs> to eat? Um, it's, it's been a... Now, did you become Catholic? No, no, I'm not Catholic. Okay, so you're Lutheran still. Yeah, I was married in the Catholic Church because my wife's Catholic. She's a really good Catholic. I'll give it to her. She go all the time? Yeah. I'm not a good person. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, did you guys... I already missed this if you already talked about it. Did you guys hear the ridiculous routine they have to go through to confirm he's dead? Yeah, the smoke and stuff? Well, they have to bonk him on the head three times with a mallet. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, there is something weird what? like that. No, they have to call his name Carol Wojcikowski or whatever his name is. 
or three times while they're standing over him, and then they have to bonk him on the head three times with a silver mallet. And this is not a kid. This is not a joke. This was on the news yesterday. Yeah. Three you, you think it's real cartoony like that? I think that's probably a little bit out. This little knot. Yeah. Keeps coming see, this up is on what I'm head. talking three about. Knots. Little birds flying around it. The cardiogram is, is flatlined, but they're going to bonk him on the head with a mallet. Why can't the church update that? Lord knows. They need to do away with that, the old tradition of it. So Craig was defending that? Yeah. Oh, he loved that. He was like, man, I hope they kick uh, his president, corpse's ass. President Bush has died. No, no, no. no. I just see, he's it. Just I, on I the see news. his picture on CNN, so therefore he's dead. No. Don't take the Tom Gribble approach to to passing along news. Which is just, if you see something up on TV, daylight, make up Daylight your Savings Time is dead. No, no, that was just a graphic that said we're about to go through oh. Daylight Savings Time. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hello, Sunshine. Hi. Hey. Who's this? This is Jessica. Oh, yeah. How old are you? 21. Oh. Sweet. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> I love you, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. All right, so what do you have to add to this? I think it's very interesting that Bob and Dan broke this on the ticket yesterday. Right. Because my darling husband, unfortunately. Oh. You're in a bad cell. Now go ahead. Okay, yeah. Your darling husband what? My darling husband was so in belief of all of this. It was great. And then he comes back, he's like, what, the Pope is alive now? <laughs> he thought the Pope came back to life? <laughs> yeah. So he believed the report that he had died. It's Easter. But it's un-Easter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, well, what are you doing today? Um, Just actually, I wearing panties and... Wearing panties and running around half naked. Oh, where's your husband? <laughs> when was the last time you enjoyed being a woman? What does that um, mean? What? Um, like had her period or something? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the definition of enjoying being a woman? I think so. Hey, someone can enjoy that, though. You know, the art paintings and all that. Yeah, have you seen that? I put that link on GordonKey.com. There's some finger painting. Artist, yeah. I'm not lying. Who does minstrel blood paintings. Yeah. Isn't that awful? You mean she jars it and then uses it? I think she uses her own body as like, a, like an inkwell. Like ink ink or those those people who, who So it's like a spray painter? <laughs> no. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't squat over the canvas. Hoist herself up there and... What does she do? I don't know. I'm not sure how it works. Go ahead, Jessica. But then they... Those people who find that it's not very um, good to not save your bodily excrement... What? Huh? Or wait, what? No, that they do save their bodily excrement. And these are, these are those type of people. You're right. Like me. Like what? <laughs> Corby? Uh oh, Corby just jarred something over there. What you got, Corby? <laughs> I missed. That's awful. Hey, uh, bye, Jessica. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Right, so what are we doing next? You need to uh, stop emailing me. What? But I'm not kidding. What are you talking about? About the old man Minaj. <laughs> I almost vomited. And what was that other one you sent? I don't know. I think what was a, happening there. A woman was. She vomiting? Performing an act of admiration on a guy and vomiting at the same time. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I thought you did. No, I, I didn't don't. know. No. I didn't know. Somebody told me that you were looking for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up next. I've the, Googled it. I can't find it. The thing you need.
Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Hey guys, did you know that the average washing machine holds two bags of ice and 24 cans of beer? See, it's not a worthless appliance after all. Sports time. 11.59, I'm sorry, 10.59 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You're listening to The Rant. Uh, of course, the ticket, your station for Pope coverage as the Pope is nearing death. We're expecting an announcement from the uh, from the sport Vatican, the Vatican Sports Department, pretty soon. Are you guys, you're watching The Wire, right? Okay. Come on the air for a second. Yes, yes. Okay, so we got it covered in the newsroom. Yes, everything. we have The Wire, we have CNN, we have some other websites up. Okay, what's the latest? Latest is they are expecting an, an update within the next hour. They said that about an hour ago, so they're going to get an official word from, I'm guessing, either a cardinal or an arch, archbishop or so, somebody high in the mm-hmm. Catholic realm. Even. So I have no idea. Are you Catholic? Uh, actually, uh, no, I'm not, but my whole step family is, so I know all the customs oh, and traditions. Step family. You know all the customs Well, I don't know all of them by heart, but I'm, I'm used to seeing them acted out in mass or whatnot. Okay, so you know the custom of confirming a pope's death? Uh, I, I think I have a pretty good idea about it, but I've only learned about it recently in the last few days. Okay, and what what is the custom? Why are you making him do this? <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, from what I understand, they burn some... Uh, weed? Yeah, weed, some smoke up a chimney. It's black, that means he dies, and I think 20 days later... Wait, no, that's... It's like an execution thing? No, it's not an execution If the smoke thing. turns out to be black, that means the Pope dies. No, no, And if no. it's white, then <laughs> winter lasts an extra six yes. weeks. Or do, or do they just <laughs> throw the his... Pope see his shadow? Or do they just throw his body into the fireplace and see how it burns? And it's like a witch. It's like a test to see if you're a witch. <laughs> hmm. If he burns, then he's a witch. Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's right. Santa is alive. Hmm. So, to answer your question, I'm not really sure about the customs with the smoke, but I think as soon as... Your step family didn't teach you those? No, they didn't. They hate, he's a stepkid. Actually, they've totally <laughs> turned their back on me at this point. Since oh, my no. mother and my stepfather divorced. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, no. none of them call me or talk to me anymore, so, yeah. Oh, we just heard uh, <laughs> that his step family... Terrible. <laughs> it is terrible, so I'm going to call him out on it right now. So, anyway. We're trying to upstage the Pope. Yeah. That's true. Why, why are you making this about your mom's divorce? So, is this your second, her second divorce? Uh, yes, it is. Oh, no. I know. She just cannot Tell deal your with mom man. to quit tramping around town. How, how old is she? <laughs> she's, uh, she's in her 40s now, I think. I'm not sure. I think it's 42, 43. 43? Yeah. Is she? Yeah, she had me at 19, so yeah, she's pretty young. Is she hot? Uh, I think at one point in her life she was pretty good looking, but now she's just a mom, so... Pretty used up? I don't know. I don't see her much. She uh, actually moved down to Brownsville. You don't see her much? Now she Who moved to Brownsville with? after the divorce. I live with myself. Oh, right I now. guess you are old enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking you're a kid. Sorry. Man. Yeah. How old are you? She moved 23. To, she moved to Brownsville? Yeah, she to actually... To be with all those Mexicans? Yeah, I know. It's crazy because after my parents divorced when I was about a year old, she moved down there oh, for no. about four years, and I didn't know her until I was about five. Oh, no. Yeah. Your dad had custody my of you? My dad had custody of me, and then she moved oh, back. Oh, no. She was a tramp, wasn't she? I don't know. I, I seriously doubt it. she do donkey shows while well, she was down wait, there? Wait, what, what are you doing? This is his Why? mom. Come on, now. Barely. She left him. How do you leave a one-year-old kid? She was young. She was 19. She was 19. Well, yeah, so I mean, were you. Well, yeah. Was he? I was about a year old, yeah. Now, are you closer to your it dad? It doesn't matter if you're young. Uh, you still don't leave a kid. That's true. 
Are you closer to your dad? Well, naturally I am. He had custody my custody of me my whole life. But how old know, was your dad when your mom was down there screwing oh, the Mexicans? Twenty three. He was my age, I think. Yeah. One. No, he was 23. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm 23 now. He was 23 then. One. But my mother and I have really, you know, we have a really good relationship now. She moved back. She lived know. here now? Uh, she did, but then she moved back. Like I said, moved back down there after Get some her more divorce. of that Mexican sausage? Well, I guess. What is, what is that? Chorizo. Chorizo. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, what a sordid tale that is. It so is. That, that's your Pope update. Yeah, us. that is the Pope update <laughs> as of uh, 11.03 Central Time. Okay. You want to hear the... Uh, Pope's still near death. So what about your dad? How many times has he been remarried? Uh, he actually just got re... Uh, well... My stepmother died when I was seven. Oh. Yeah, that was tough. And then he... What'd she die of? Cancer. Oh. Yeah, let's not talk about that yeah, right now. Tense. We don't have to. Yeah. Okay, but he so she died of cancer now. when you were seven? I was seven, yes. So he had been married to her for how long uh, after? About three to three and a half, four years. I was wow. young. I Did was... he know she had cancer when they married? Actually, she had cancer as a child. She had leukemia. Then she had a relapse, a different type of cancer when she was in her late 20s. And she was in, in and out of the hospital. So he knew she had cancer yes. when he married yes. her. Yes. Actually, you know, I, I don't really, I mean, I'm sure my family wouldn't care if I say this right now. But actually, my stepmom was bald because she lost all her hair as a child. Uh -huh. And she was secure enough with it. My dad, you know, she was a beautiful woman. My dad didn't care. And she wore like... So he met her when she was bald. Yeah. yeah. And she was lovely enough lady that you know they fell in love and got married okay so she dies when you're seven and did your dad remarry after that uh he spent about oh how old am i now 23 two years ago one he got remarried so and how's that going uh, going pretty good from what i understand how old is she uh they're close to the same age they're in their 40s wow so he didn't get married for all those years yeah he had a long time girlfriend things didn't work out uh-oh but did you like her yeah she's great was she hot did she ever come on to you? She's old. I don't what? know. What? What was the question? Did you ever come on to her? You're not phrasing that properly somehow. <laughs> Hell. I know. All right. So, anyway. Mm -hmm. So, we were. where were we in the story? You and your dad sharing the girlfriend. No. <laughs> no, no, no. My father had a long-time girlfriend, and yep. things didn't work out. He spent a few years single, then he just got remarried two years ago, I think. All right. And yeah. so, how is all this family turmoil helped you in your news and your pub gathering. gathering. Good. Good. I mean, all right. Well, that like, sounds like certainly a yeah. strong case. I feel like I'm up to date on the Pope because of all of it. So are you yeah. going to get married? Uh, not anytime soon. Maybe, 23. Maybe five, six years from now. Now, Sean, you ran over an old lady once, didn't you? No, that's Tommy, Tommy Daniels. Tommy. It's not every ticker Please guy. Do not. <laughs> Please do not lump me in with him. <laughs> Gosh, poor Tommy. Yeah. No one wants to be associated with him. He's a good anyway, guy. all right, so the Pope is nearing death, and um, we understand that if he does die, well, I guess when he does die, he will die. Will he? If I have anything to say about it. Uh, um, uh, so if, when the Pope does die, they have to call out his name three times, his weird Polish name, and then they have to bonk him on the head three times with the mallet to confirm his death. That's the way the Catholic Church confirms death. So when I die, my wife's going to have to bonk me on the head? Yeah. And then she'll come over to my house and bonk me. <laughs> Three times? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. She's just going to... I'm going to open Catholic the door awesome. and she's going she's gonna to be there with a big smile on her face and she's going to say one word. Finally. <laughs> Are you ready to bonk? <laughs> I'm so Catholic right now for you. <laughs> So, and then, anyway. And then the cock crows three times. Right? What? 
No, you're you're confusing things. Hmm. All right, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, we were taking your telephone calls too. Where are we? Hey, we need to listen to the uh, Dr. Laura. Yeah, I've been getting email on this. What's the Dr. Laura? Prank? I don't know, but Frito and Dan both called and said it's really funny, and we have it in here. Let's listen to it next. You want to? Yeah, yeah it's a Dr. Laura prank. Next. Check out the Mavs Ticket Cribs at thetit.com. A guided tour inside the homes of your favorite Mavs players. Win tickets to the game and autograph stuff from SBC Home Court. And Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Who is this? It's from Snatch. Oh, it's Gordon. Oh. It's from Snatch. 1115 Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. You're listening to The Ticket, Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. For The Ticket, I'm Gordon Keith, and for Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket, we got Corby. We got a big prank that happened on Dr. Laura, which is heard on our sister station, 570 KLIF, I believe. When is she on? I don't know. Middays or something? Does she do well? Noon to two. I dislike her. I'm not familiar with her. She's, radio. Real, she's real know-it-all. Do you guys she? listen to, like, other talk? No. I listen to the ticket, and I listen to CDs. CDs. Yeah. All right, so do we have this ready? Yeah, we do have Do we it. need any setup to this thing? I, all I know is... Is this a collar prank? Or yeah, it's a collar prank, and both Frito and Dan McDowell have highly recommended this to me, personally. Jeremy, welcome to the program. Hi, Dr. Laura. Hi. I have your go-take-on-the-day uh, coffee mug. Excellent. It's like Don yeah, Nelson. I don't drink coffee, but it it does work good on my desk. Well, it holds tea, pencils. Yeah, mm. and my little TV. There you go. All right. Um, I have kind of a strange question. Um, we've been w watching this uh, Terry Schiavo case on, and listening to it on the radio, and um, it's been for a, a few weeks now, and uh, me and some coworkers actually took uh, a, a bet on to see when she would pass away and I won a considerable amount of money and I'm wondering uh, I feel a little guilty now about this money so I wonder you know can I keep this money or what should I do with it give it all back to everybody who bet you think so tell them it was sick what about if I, I give it to charity no I think it's a lesson each person who bet needs to learn yeah why I think you do better Giving the most charitable thing you could do is hand the money back to each and every person and tell them this was sick. We never should have done this. Because we now got money on the Pope. <laughs> so, I mean... Okay, I, so know. this is really a fake call and you're a jerk. I'm Dr. Laura Schlesinger. My number one 800 Dr. Laura, and I'll be right back. Oh! And you're a jerk. It wasn't as great as they were saying it was going to be, but... <clears throat> so funny. That, that guy was pretty funny. Are they that... Or is she that tightly wound? Yes. You've never heard her? Okay, this is Well, I mean, I've stick. heard her, but... She's like the most judgmental person you've ever heard of in your life. The most know-it-all, she is right, the most moralistic, you know, tells... She... What is she, a psychiatrist? No, no. no. She's just a talk show host. Yeah, I don't She's think not she a has any training. She's not a doctor? No, she has a doctorate, but it's in, like, kinesiology or something. It's not, like, a psychologist. She's not a psychologist or anything, I don't think. So, anyway... Oh, wait... Hey, we have a live statement. Can we pot this up? 
Do we, we turn it up? Pot up CNN. Well, turn it up, Corby. As we pray for our Holy Father, as we pray that the Lord will will either give him a miraculous gift of recovery, or at least will ease his suffering, so that he may go home to the Lord in peace, where he is so much loved and expected. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, yeah, what are you talking about, Dave? This is well, this, Lord Jesus. It wasn't the Vatican statement, but it was a statement. It's a statement from, from, from a Catholic church in Hoboken. Well, it's called Washington. I'm, I was... It's, I've been raised in the Tom Gribble School of Journalism, <laughs> where you see something and you go with the, it. Dave just said, the Pope is speaking. <laughs> no, I didn't say the Pope, the Pope is speaking. So, yeah, so Dr. Laura is uh, is just a... She's such a jerk to her callers, right? Because she's trying so hard to come across as tough lovey that half the time she doesn't even listen to their problems. She just tries to pick out the first thing she can do to rip them apart, and that's what she goes with, and people applaud her for and it. And she does really well across the country. Yeah, she doesn't listen to people. She does not listen to her callers. Who's a bigger jackass, her or Dr. Phil? She's a much bigger jackass than Dr. Phil. Much bigger. Did you know how Dr. Phil made his money here? Used cars? Coke. I don't know. We're all just guessing, Corby. Just tell us. <laughs> Used cars and Coke. He, this is how he met Oprah, too. He ran some business where they would, where they would do uh, mock trials. I, I don't understand this. I've never heard of this before. To, people would pay money to see how trials they thought, thought would work out. Like, he'd get a jury or whatever and, and do a trial. Boy, that's real inexact. Yeah. Huh. And, then, like, that's how Oprah met him. Her meat trial up in Amarillo, her beef trial, whatever her that was. Trial. Her meat curtain trial. How awful that trial was. But uh, I guess he made a fortune. He's got a house that is monstrous out of the TPC. I saw it the other day. Did you hit into it? No, I didn't hit into it. I thought he was a doctor. No. He's a, he's a therapist. Well, I thought that's how he made his money. Like, he was some bigwig around here. And, like, all these crazy Highland Park ditzes went and saw him and stuff. Sorry to knock my hometown like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, you want another interesting Dr. Laura item? Sure. So, she... Uh, it comes out that they're these supposed nude photos of her. I remember that. Yeah. And so, Dr. Laura, who is the queen of... You take responsibility for your mistakes. You take... Everything's about personal responsibility, right? Says... They weren't her. And then and then it comes out, you know, then she couldn't deny it anymore. Then she says, well, they're me, but I don't want to talk about it. What were they from? From a married guy that she was having an affair with. Is that she took married? nude pictures of her. She wasn't married, but she is now. But she was screwing around with a married dude? Yeah. And you want to see, if, if someone called her up and said that they were having an affair with a married dude, she was merciless. Or if someone called up and said that somebody was trying to blackmail them with nude photos, well, how did these nude photos occur? Yeah. Well, why did well, you do that? Well, I, I think you just ought to accept it. You had to just take the punishment. Which didn't apply to her. Just typical of anybody else who's up in their high position who, you know, thinks that they've done no wrong. See, that's why I always align myself with the dregs of society. Mm-hmm. Or anything good that I do is the surprise, not anything bad that I do. Let's just say there is a heaven. 
right now? Would the Pope go there? Does the Pope have a better shot than you or I at getting in there? Who knows? Well, I'm asking you. So God you? is the only one that knows that. So is is the Pope going to share? Is the Pope going to share a condo with Terry Schiavo and Mitch Hedberg? I guess so. What, what a weird odd condo that is. <laughs> the Pope, Mitch Hedberg, and Terry Schiavo. The Pope and Terry just mumbling at each other, and Terry and Mitch Hedberg making fun of it. I couldn't believe that Mitch Hedberg thing. I'm yeah. sure it's probably drug-related, but they said it was a heart attack. He was 37. He was 37. Mitch yeah. Hedberg's a comedian, by the way. And what was his... He was like the, the stoner Stephen Wright. He... How did he talk? Did he have a, a bit, like a... He, yeah, he just kind of did the stoner mumble, and, and like his, one of his famous bits was talking about how he loved uh, koalas. And he was like, um, I think if... There was a koala infestation. That would be the cutest infestation ever. Hmm. Sounds like he's good. Yeah. He was good. I he saw, was good. I, saw, I, like I his, saw him at uh, the I like Majestic. his little non-sequitur one-liners that he would uh, throw in. Well, you know, didn't like, he have like, a really weird I'm against pattern? protesting, but I don't know how to show it. I'm against picketing, but I don't right. know how to show it. And then his uh, one of his favorite lines of mine was, uh, I hate it when people give me a pamphlet. It's like they're saying, here, you throw this away. <laughs> Danny saw him. Danny really liked him. Yeah, he was my favorite. I saw him a couple times, and now he's dead of death. Yeah, he's dead, and he's just waiting, <laughs> making the bed for the Pope. So, okay, wait a second. We have someone who knows the Doctor Phil story. Hi, you're on AM radio with Internet. Yeah, uh, Corby, Bill, listen. It's not <laughs> a stupid thing about Doctor Phil what he's doing. Yeah. Attorney or law firms who, re who represent million-dollar companies who are having law. Why are you yelling at me? I don't know. I just got in the deal mode. Anyway, I apologize. What they do is before they go and spend all this money and, and maybe lose, they want to see how their strategy is going to work. And so they get random people and they see what kind of people are going to vote their way. Because when they pick a jury... They want people to side with them, so they go, that's their strategy. Oh, well, wait a second. I don't think Corby was bagging on the fact that attorneys have mock it. trials. I was just saying that that's how he made his money. I was saying I didn't understand it because it, I don't know that how, how the result of the mock trial would have any bearing on the no, result of the actual it, it trial. No, it doesn't. It's just that they want to make sure, they want to see how it goes. They it's like, make it's sure like a dress that, rehearsal. Well, they want to make sure, I guess, that their strategy doesn't crash and burn, I suppose. Yeah. I just can't believe, though, that that could allow someone to buy a 65,000 square foot home. Well, I'm sure he course. bought the home after his Oprah connection started. No. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, the, the last guy was close. My understanding of what Dr. Phil did was he actually sat in the courtroom when they were questioning jurors, and he is an expert at picking jurors. Oh, okay. I could and be they, they an expert at picking jurors. To pick jurors. Gotcha. Thanks for your sport. Cabal, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. It's cable, but uh, I was just going to ask you, Gordon, when uh, dead-hanging Terry Schiavo... And when what now? Pope, when I can get my dead-hanging Terry uh, Schiavo and my dead-hanging Pope doll for my front lawn, go next to my dead-hanging Santa? No, it only works with Santa. Oh, really? Yes. Also, I'd also like a dead-hanging Johnny Cochran if you could throw that in there. Yeah, oh, he died, about too. Johnny Cochran dead, too, yeah. So, who? he's got to be in the apartment over... Mitch Hedberg. No, Terry Schiavo. She's not a real celebrity. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's All right, rank the ones. If you had to rank, who is most likely to go to hell out of those? Who's number one? Johnny Cochran. 
More yeah. than Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. Yes. But Johnny Cochran just represented a guy in court. He knowing, they say he, he did a lot of charity work and stuff. He knowingly lied about a murderer. Right. I don't think he knew that yes, OJ was a murderer. He knew. He was dealing with a bunch of ingrates on the jury. I saw, You know what? I saw... They, were, they kept rerunning that, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. If you can come up with a rhyme, then your side deserves to win. <laughs> I mean, God, that's what won? Are you kidding? So, okay, Johnny Cochran, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg or Terry Schiavo, which is most likely to well, go to Terry hell? Terry Schiavo had an eating disorder. <laughs> Didn't Terry Schiavo have an eating disorder, and that's what led to her yeah. vegetated state, mm-hmm. vegetable state? Yeah, she loved vegetables. She so, ate so many of them, she became one. God frowns you on that. what you eat. <laughs> that's a really roundabout way. <laughs> So, okay, so most likely to go to hell, Terry Schiavo, and mm-hmm. Johnny Cochran. Then Mitch Hedberg because of his Hedberg, drug abuse. And then the Pope. Yeah. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, <laughs> the ticket. Oh, sorry. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, have you guys heard the uh, Sean Hannity cussing up a storm? No. Yeah, he, uh, it, some, I guess some smart... You know, audio guy left the sound running in between a commercial and him going nuts about some senator saying, I wonder how PO'd he is and I don't give an ass and all this other stuff. It's pretty great. Now, let's just say that that did obviously get out to the public. How did that get out? Why would the sound guy or whoever's running that show, has he got something against him? No, because no, maybe, it was the one maybe, on the air. Maybe... Uh, well, then he's yes, fired him. automatically because if that gets out, who do you point the finger at? Then all guy. the guy has to say is, I didn't do it. All he has to do is say, hey, Dill. Hi, you're on the Turn ticket. Turn my mic off. Hey, guys. Hey. hey. Talking about that mock trial? Uh-huh. I actually took part in one. And the company that was doing it, they actually were contracted by the DA's office that prosecuted OJ. And they said that they, they held three of them, and every single one of them, the DA's office lost. And the number one recommendation they said was get rid of Marsha Clark. Nobody liked her. She offended everybody. So you were there in the courtroom with Marsha I mean, in the fake courtroom with Marsha Clark? No, 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 no. I, I, I took part in a mock trial. That was run by the same that company that did, did the mock trial oh, okay. for the DA's office. Really? And they, they said, dude, you need to get rid of Marsha Clark. She is offending everybody. And talk about a mock trial coming true. What's so sad, though, is what does it matter whether she offends people? What if she had the best argument? Well, you stumped him. What does she do now? She was on Chris TV Darden. for a while, wasn't she? He yeah, got she, out of, she looks a lot better. Is she still she on the TV? Like court TV or something? I think so. Hi, you're on AM. Hey, can I say something about Norm? Okay. You know, when he has that Bob and Steak and Chop House commercial, you know, he talks about no garnish. Does that really keep you from going to a restaurant mm. if they're going to give you garnish or not? Just let Norm what? try to do whatever he does. Well, I've never said, let's not go there because they're going to give me garnish. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're on the ticket. Oops. Hi, oh, you're on the Sim Sam. Yeah, um, I've discovered an international conspiracy this morning to make uh, Pope Dill. Corby is the next Pope. Pope Dill. 
baby arm. Hmm. Oh, you're on the ticket. Hey, did you guys hear that JFK Jr.'s plane crash today? That was five years ago. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh, you're on the ticket. Hey, this is uh, a report for Pope Death Happy Talk. It's We're not doing happy talk about the Pope Death. Well, they just had a report that what his last words were before he went into unconsciousness. Oh, dear. Here we something go. Something unintelligible in Latin, and they translated it into cow udder. Whatever that means. What a horrible last few words for your life. He's speaking. Yes. Everyone be quiet. Ah, oh, you're on the ticket. Hey, I got a question for uh, Davey. Is there uh, any band for the Czech Arts Festival today? Oh, interesting. Um, the Jones thing. What about Chris Holt Jukebox? Yeah, I've you know I've never heard I've never heard Chris Holt Jukebox, but I've heard good things. Chris is genius. Can you believe the stuff next? Doing what we do, giving you what you need. Sports. And all that implies. Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. That's my new favorite band. Who is this? Kasabian. Uh, we played some of this last week. Was it last week or two weeks ago? Does he always have a distorted bass? No, it's just this one gag. song. Oh. Hey, was it uh, was it you who's against me on um, what's the name of that band that I liked? Keen? What's the name of that? No, I was against you. I don't like Keen. I like Keen. Is it Keen that I'm thinking of? The one with just the, the lead singer, bass, the bass player, yeah. and the lead there's singer. no bass player. There's just lead the singer, piano, piano, and drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was pretty good. Of course, I only heard the two songs they did on Saturday Night Live. No, they're good. And Corby hates them. I'm surprised them. you like them because it's just kind of boring. I thought they were real melodic. Well, yeah, they have some great songs. I mean, if you like the Smiths, you should definitely like Keen. Don't tell me what to like. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Hi, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy's on the phone with us, guys. Hey, Jimmy. Hey. Hey, who qualifies for the trifecta here? That's what we were talking about earlier. I think it's Johnny Cochran. I think it's Johnny, Johnny Cochran, Cochran, Mitch Hedberg, and the Pope. No, the, it, no the what Pope about Shivo? The Pope has to die. Shivo's not a celebrity. But she's more well-known... Yeah. And infamous in this country than Mitch Hedberg. Mitch she does, Hedberg she is doesn't deserve not infamous. She doesn't deserve to be in she a trifecta. Oh. Couldn't exactly hear you, so I'm going to make sure. Thanks for your call. <laughs> oh, what was going on? Oh. Hey, uh, you have to understand, Jason, when you say things in her ear, don't make them a paragraph long. Gotcha. Okay. Because then we can't hear anything else. When you guys filmed by the way you need to put those little things on gordonkeith.com well, your little your skits pimp, that you did your, uh, for the award pimp my house or yeah. cribs or whatever yeah. no you need to put them up there no cuz not interested the George's was fun oh. George's was really funny George's was they, funny they all involved ticket chicks they all used the same Were they three in your real chicks. homes or no they were up here no, no. they were up here and all three of us had no idea it what the other guys did they was, were done in the commercial breaks of the morning show so we had no planning or anything. It was just turn on the cameras, we'll improv. And George was like, uh, he's like, oh, he walks to his cubicle. And he's like, oh, my wife's here. And it was Kathleen, the ticket chick. You know, she's sitting there in a little hooter outfit or whatever and gives her a hug. And then he was like, oh, and my niece, hey, how's it going? And it was another ticket chick. And he gives her like, he's like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long, baby. And like gives her this hug. The and, hug. And he's hugging her for like <laughs> 20 or 30 seconds, you know. And then he... 
And then he like breaks away and he's like, it's good to see you. And then he grabs her again and just brings her in. It was you know? funny. It yeah, was, that was funny. That was funny. And yours, Craig's was such a mail-in. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Just move on. But yours was funny too. Gordon goes in the break room and is just like doing like a half-ass inspection, you know, and he opens up the fridge. He's like, oh, what have we got in here? Oh, it's a lean cuisine. And, and then there was like this little bottle Look at a baby formula or something. And it had like an ounce of milk in it. And Gordon picks it up. He's like, oh, I got a semen sample here. Uh. It was like, uh, but it had a heavier consistency than milk. And it was a little bit, it was kind of oatmeal-y, but liquidy. <laughs> it was gross. gross. It was really the hell nasty. was it doing in there? I have no idea what that was. It was like pancake batter or something. But that know. got a big laugh. How did we start talking about that again? We're talking about dead Pope. He's or soon dead. to be dead Pope. Yeah, the Vatican statement is is that his he's health still, still doing bad. His health still remains All right, severe. We'll see how much God likes the Catholic Church. I give God one week, and th the referendum is whether the Pope lives or not. Is this is this good for the Catholic Church to draw attention away from the kitty rape? Oh. You know, like does this put a positive spin on things that the leader of the entire does this put Catholic a positive spin on kitty rape? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know it sounds tough to actually do that, but... <laughs> you are a great PR person. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what, you, what we're going to do here. <laughs> Don't emphasize the kitty rape. That's probably a good one. Yeah. We're going to deflect the kitty rape talk <laughs> by <laughs> Dead gonna, Pope. We're going to focus all the attention on Dead Pope. Hey, right? you're on with us. Hello? Hey. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it about time for Jerry to put the Pope in the ring of honor before it's too late? No, that's a good point. That'd be funny. Instead of like the little Tom Landry hats, the Pope hat. Yeah, you know? he takes Tom Landry out and puts the Pope in. <laughs> Higher on the ticket. What yeah. a weird move. Hello? What? Yeah. yeah, have you guys seen uh, Terry Schiavo's blog spot? Yes, and just... What? It's horrible. No, it's not. What are you talking about? I sent Terry, Terry Schiavo's blog. This You haven't got this link about a million times? No. Uh, oh, I've only seen it once. Oh, man. Well, people send me stuff over and over again. Oh. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's so Terry Schiavo's so blogs on blogspot.com. I think it's D-U and then five R's <laughs> dot blogspot.com. And it's just, don't worry. Don't bother yourself Day with five, it. It's still so hungry. wrong. Yeah. It's just bad. Don't, don't mess with it. You know, have you guys come out publicly and said that if you ever are in that state, have you told your significant others that... I don't have one. No, because I don't know. I, I just think it seems like it would be hard for me to predict now what I'm going to feel if I'm on the precipice of well, that. Well, I want out. And you know that you won't change your mind between now and then. Yes. Take me out. I want to eat pizza every day for a month. <laughs> yeah. Mush up pizza. See, because I know... Put okay. my feeding tube in... All right, like, what about this? What about if you get cancer? Mm -hmm. Do you want to go through painful chemotherapy if you only have a 20% chance to live? Yeah. Now, okay, so you do want to go through yes. that? Yes, yes. Why? Well, there's a chance you could live. What if it's 10% chance plus, you live? Plus, you're, you're functioning as a human. You well, know? I'm saying, what if you're on the brink of being Terry Schiavo'd? Well, once I get to Terry Schiavo, once I get to that bird. state, <laughs> then yank me out. Oh, that's another joke that George wouldn't let me do. <laughs> the award awards. I wanted to get up there and say, thank you, thank you. Um, 
First of all, I just want to say that all three of our nominees tonight are Shivo-rific. <laughs> and just hear the silence in the room. You know what Grego wanted to do was, at that awards deal, was if they did win, he wanted to go up and he wasn't allowed to speak because Reiner wouldn't let him talk. But Don't tell he, me he was going to steal my gag of a moment of silence for Terry Shivo. He wanted a moment of silence for Terry Shivo to last like an awkward two or three minutes. Yeah. Then a moment of silence for the Pope for another two or three minutes. And then, like, he wanted to do a moment of silence for the Rangers' upcoming season. <laughs> Jeez. But, yeah, don't, don't you agree? Wouldn't you want to be out? Yeah. I don't want you... I don't want to be... you say you want to be... People come visit you in that state? I don't want to be in, like, suspended animation for years. But, okay, here's the deal. If, if, I, uh, if I'm in that Terry Schiavo state, mm -hmm. right... If you've been shivoed, and if, and if they're you've been shivoed, and if they're accurate in what they're saying, you know the Michael Shivo camp saying, "No, she doesn't know anything. She's not right. aware of anything." She and it makes my parents happy for me to be alive and in that state, and they want to keep me around. Then fine, but if, they're, they're because I won't have any opinion on but it. But they're then. delaying your afterlife. Well, not according to Michael Shivo. She's been dead for a while. You know, so apparently he knows what's going on. You with just the you'll soul. just be kicking around purgatory for like twelve years. I don't think that'd be a problem. God, you I have, just you have to have all these people taking care of you, and you're wasting taxpayers. If they want to take care of me, they that's don't fine. Want to. Okay, you're saying her parents didn't want to take care of her. No, I'm saying your parents won't want to take care of you. Well, then that's fine. They can get rid of me. If, so you're I mean, your if, if I'm truly not there in that body, I don't care. The problem is, I think that most people project their own prideful self in that body going, oh, man, I'd be so embarrassed. Right, oh, about, I don't want to inconvenience. Oh. What about the million-dollar baby scenario? Have you seen What's it that? yet? Mm -mm. Okay, well, then I won't bring it up. What is it? Oh, no, the, the movie Million Dollar Baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have seen it? Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it, but I've had the gag blown for me already. So. Yeah, she dies in the end. He kills her. I was going to say, if you haven't seen the film, you might want to change the station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. there's a whole rape scene with Clint Eastwood. There's no rape scenes. <laughs> he throws her up on the pinball machine. It's not like a spaghetti western. <laughs> and he and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, taking turns. You know what? And that was even shocking to me. Because here is this ultimate fighter. That just when it got... She had no fight in her for because that. Because her life... I mean, that wasn't right. living. That's not living. Okay, you go start talking to all these people in wheelchairs that protested that movie about how they just... They're worthless. There's not any living. No, but I think it's your own personal choice. It's, it's very Kevorkian-esque. Like, but no, you just declared that it, it just wasn't living for anyone. No, I'm saying for her especially. Someone who was so vibrant and alive and just... Those people weren't vibrant and alive before. No, I'm sure they were. Okay. I'm just saying I can't imagine anyone being in that state not having those thoughts. Not wanting to die. No, you, you can't so understand you think, you how you could be in that no, state no, 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 no. You think and want to live. No, you think that all those pe the people in that state, that, that, never runs, that never crossed their mind, ever? The, some people in that state said it never did cross their mind. Depends on That your, they never got suicidal or anything. Well, but it depends on your outlook going into it. What, the, which you're, is surprising you're in, to me because she seemed to have a very good outlook on life. And they say that people's outlooks on lives don't seem to change with the big ca uh, catastrophic episodes. But, uh, like I read this study that they did on this. And who are positive people and who are negative people. And they don't seem to turn to be negative people once they have something really bad now, happen if I to was, them. Now, if I was in that state, if I was paralyzed, I'd be okay. I'd want to live. 
because you still have your mind. But that Terry Schiavo, you, there's nothing there. You well, know? So why does she care whether she lives or dies if there's nothing there? Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. But everyone's up. always. I just everyone's always with these big pronouncements of just kill me, man. That's you're worthless. You're nothing then. Just kill me. Kill it. And I think that when you get down to it, like I like I said, and I made this comparison that I hear a lot of people talk about. Man, I'm not going to go through painful chemotherapy. I want my last. I'd rather have six good months of quality of life than, you know, four years of just being sick the whole time. And they make big claims like that, and then lo and behold, you get cancer, and they want to fight. I think people underestimate the fighting instinct of the human being when it gets down to adversity. But we're just so dead set on, man, I, I just want the, you know, I've walked my whole life with my pride. And I, if that is lost, let the rest be lost with it. I ain't going to look pathetic like that where people can make fun of me. Why is this guy always doing this? I don't this? know, but he is. <laughs> anyway. Well, the Pope's still alive. Yep. We thought for sure he'd go on our watch. Coming up next, we'll see if the Pope dies during this commercial break. The Ticket. Ticket Ticker. Your Dallas Mavericks clinched a playoff spot in the West for their fifth consecutive year after a dominating win over the 76ers on the road last night, 100-83. This ticker brought to you by All-Pro Foundation Repair and Man's Best Friend. Jason Terry had 13 points in the win, and he is preaching defense heading into the postseason. Sky's the limit. we we got a great team. We hang our hat on depth and defense. Uh, we're a deep team, and our defense is better than it was last year, so uh, it's not the same old Mavericks. The Mavs are 49-23 with 10 games to go. They have the day off today before heading to Cleveland tomorrow to take on LeBron and the Cavs. Roy Williams is making his fifth Final Four appearance tonight, coaching the North Carolina Tar Heels against Michigan State, and Williams has a bit of a crush on Spartans head coach Tom Izzo. He's a marvelous coach and coaches the uh, parts of the game that are the most important and, and uh, that I agree with is the rebounding side of the defensive side of it, so he does a marvelous job there. Uh, he recruits very good players. The Louisville, Louisville Cardinals take on Illinois in the other semifinal game tonight. You can hear both of those games on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. And news out of Rome, Pope John Paul II's condition is not improving. The Vatican has released an update saying the 84-year-old Pope remains in very grave condition. He has, however, shown some reaction to his handlers, but he does have a high fever now, so he's hanging on at the moment. Hold it here. Hold it here. Our his, next ticket ticker He's not here. an animal. His handlers. His handlers. His attendants. Excuse me. Our next ticket ticker coming. I understood they had to get the Pope out of his cage today. <laughs> right. They got the little he, loop, he, loop stick. He they one him. of the bishops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way to trank him. Our next ticket ticker coming up during Sporting News Radio. Breaking sports news first guaranteed. I'm Sean Bass. Shoot him. <laughs> Reminding you. Shoot him. No, hold it. Hold it. Hold it. He's only spending. acting. This is the way he's acting naturally. He feels threatened. We, we, we know he got a hump on his back, but stand back, Burrito. <laughs> Here, gaff him in the hump. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. The white trash of Metroplex Radio. <laughs> and just to prove it, we've been married three times, but still have the same in-laws. All right. It's 11.58 on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. The rant winding down. Uh, the Pope is still alive. He made it through that commercial break because yep. he wanted to hear what we got coming up next. The Pope gave AIDS a human face. There was some woman on television 
Uh, we didn't have the sound up, but it was some woman uh, it was a talking. Little, little lifestyle story on CNN. Yeah, and the the uh, character generator beneath it said, "California woman claims Pope gave AIDS a human face." So we have no idea what this is. Did the did the Pope have AIDS himself, or did he use his magical powers to give each AIDS virus a human <laughs> face? Each little cell. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm not sure, but if I ever go to a karaoke bar, I'm going to sing The Pope 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 Names. Just change the words. That'd be good. All right, Corby, you have any big announcements you want to make? We're going to lunch, aren't we? Yep. Dave, any big announcements? Um, I'm probably going to get a chicken cheesesteak. Sweet. All right. That all coming up next. What is next? On Sports Radio. What is next? Not Troy Aikens. Radio. Sporting News Radio. All right. Uh, we just go ahead and give up next and throw it to Network. <laughs> Tampons are amazing. This is The Ticket, KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth, KTDK Sanger.